0: yoo running crew! Welcome to Dancing is Forbidden in Aqua Teen Hunger Force Exploration. I am Ronnie, and on this podcast, I am usually watching through and talking about every Aqua Teen episode. And a voice that we hear in a whole heck of a lot of those episodes is the voice of today's guest, Mr. Kerry Means. You know him, you love him, as the voice of Frylock. He makes the homies say ho, And the girlies want to scream. I mean, what else could I say about him? He's Carrie Means. He's a voice that's very, very important to me as to you as well. We hear him on every episode of Aqua Teen or just about. And this conversation, I'm listing it as a conversation because I went in with the intention to interview Carrie. But when you're talking to somebody as charismatic as Carrie, well, you're just along for the ride. Carrie took us where he was going to take us. I hope you enjoy the ride here. In today's episode, we are getting into the Aqua Teen Hunger Force Season 12 wrap party that they recently had. Carrie tells us a little bit about that. Carrie gives us a bit of a breakdown between the differences of of acting on screen, on camera, versus voice acting. We hear a bit about what it was like to play Thunderclase on the Brack Show, and Carrie also gives us his insight into why he thinks that Aqua Teen has endured for the past 23 years. But we're talking about a whole lot of other stuff too, for example, the time that an escaped prisoner crashed in Carrie's dorm hall. Carrie's telling us about the time that he was asked to be a a pimp. Well, actually, there was two times we get into some of the future projects we might see Carrie popping up in. We also learn about the time that Carrie voice acted on a softcore hentai. So we got that going on and so much more. It was such a delight. I mean, this is literally a voice that I've heard since I was a little kid. I've heard for over two-thirds of my life. And it was a treat to talk with Carrie. I wanna thank his wife Leah who kind of set this up. She acts as as his manager for these kinds of things. So Leah was a treat to uh, talk with to set this up. I also gotta let you know that Carrie has a website now, which is com. Link to that and links to everything else in the description. And you can go on there, you could buy prints, all sorts of stuff. I mean, something I didn't get to get into with Carrie is he's an artist, too. He makes visual art, particularly Aqua art, that you could buy a print of, he will sign it, or he'll sign just about anything else. So definitely go to CarriemeansFrylock.com and throw the fry man some bones, huh? Adult Swim surely doesn't. Before we dive in, if this is your first time checking out the podcast, hey, how's it going? Glad to have you on board. Want to let you know that normally we are deep diving through every episode of Aqua Teen. I'm reaching out to people who work on the show to get their insights. And I've had interviews with a bunch of other people, for example, co-creators Dave Willis and Matt Malero, and a bunch of other people. You'll hear about it in this conversation. Carrie was very surprised to see who all I had talked to. So hey, let's go talk to Carrie, huh?
1: I see you got a Moon light picture there in the back. Oh,
0: yeah. A poster in the Back behind you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd yeah. you get that? Uh, Dave sent it to me. Dave Willis? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Really? You know yeah. Dave? Yeah, yeah. He's been on the podcast a few times.
1: Oh, you have had an interview with Dave Willis? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I'm the guy that you were talking to on Facebook. I got to do the voice line in the Get Lit Upon a Sit Upon episode, where I'm the grocery clerk telling Frylock that we're all out of
1: syrup. Oh, that's you. Okay, I asked you if you came to the rap party. You didn't answer me.
0: No, I I wasn't invited. They didn't send me an invite. They there. didn't send you an invite. No, no. I'm in Minnesota, but I would have made it, man. I would have loved to have met uh, you guys. They didn't but... send you
1: an invite because they want to fly you in from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'd have paid for it and everything. How was that? Was it seemed like it was a lot
1: of fun. It was cool. It was great. Like the guy that did the the blade voice was there. He TJ is his name. I think the uh, one of the newer episodes where yeah. Mikey turns into Blade. Yeah. And you hear yeah. his voice say, The first yeah, one, I, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Meatwad. Because Shake was teasing him, saying, All you can do is an glue.
2: And, <laughs> <I laughs> and I had a hot dog. dog, yeah.
1: And then he turns in the blade, and the guy goes, <laughs> yeah, I got you now. <laughs> so it wasn't Wesley. It was a guy named TJ. I can't remember his last name, but he's a fan of mine. So he... Had me sign an autograph for him while we were at the rap party. It was it was pretty cool. They had oh, that's nice. They they fed us some chicken wings and some pizza and some free drinks. So nice. you know,
0: it seemed like a good time. You know, Dana
1: Snyder was there for the free drinks mostly. <laughs> Master Shake, have you ever interviewed him? Uh no, no, not yet. had <gasps> <gasps> not yet. Hadn't gotten Dana on here yet, have huh? No, no.
0: I wanted I wanted to do you first.
1: You wanted to do me first. It yes. sounds sexual. <laughs> I wanted to do Frylock first. I don't want to do Dana next. But you've already done Dave. Yes, yes, the sir. The voice of Meatwad and Carl mm-hmm. and Nick Nick Not among many other. hmm. Many, many other Mr. Things. Malero, um, then, you know, Jay Edwards.
0: Oh, you talked to Matt voices. too? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You've been around, boy. You got Matt and Dave. Did you say Jay Edwards, J Wade Edwards? You get get him too. Bob Pettit was
0: on. Uh, wow. Craig Harton, lots of guys. What about
1: uh? Oh, who are we missing? Ned Hastings.
0: He's been on. I've had him. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was building up to you to to the to the fry Snapple. lock here. You've been
1: around, man. <laughs> yes, yeah. you the man, yes, sir. How long you been doing these podcasts?
0: Uh, two years. A, a little bit over two years now.
1: Two years. Yep. Yeah. Who's the most annoying? Uh, a-hole celebrity you oh you can't tell me that can you I, honestly nobody
0: because anybody who wants to come on is gonna be cool I, oh I
1: you're just keeping it clean you know somebody <laughs> had to be pretty shitty to you no at no, one time honestly, or another when they came honestly, on here can honestly, i say shitty
0: no. yeah you could yeah oh, yeah yeah you can swear on this yeah yeah yeah.
1: Um, i can swear yes. well, yeah
0: damn it all right <laughs> well you can't you it. can't say damn it though you
1: could say all the can't other say, words damn it <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, Fry like got to be able to say "dammit, shake, damn it, shake." Yeah, yes, done it again. <laughs> I've had people come up to me, ask me to say "shut up, shake" or mm-hmm. "dammit, shake, shut up," or mm-hmm. something that got to do with damn the shake you know, shakeout <laughs> all the time. I was wondering, with this new
0: season, do you have a favorite episode?
1: a favorite episode from the new season? Yes, from these these new five. No, man. No, man. We've only did we only did like five of them. I mean, it's hard to say have a favorite episode. There was really no frylock driven episode, I don't think. Yes, there was. These. There was the
0: sit upon one cuz that's all about frylock oh, well, getting the
1: exercise bike. Well, I guess. I guess you could call it that. You know, it was nothing. Wasn't nothing like super birthday <laughs> stuff.
0: You did not have any That's uh, my bitches. favorite episode.
1: Yeah, of all yeah. time. You know what that one is about, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he wants a pet, and instead of a bunny rabbit, he gets a snake. <laughs> Names of Nathan Scott Phillips and <laughs> staples his ears to his head and gets devoured and shake is devoured and fry like blows him all to hell and gets <laughs> pimped out and calls up the guy and says, bring over a couple of bitches. I <laughs> put a cigarette in your damn eye. <laughs> Kills Carl Terminator style. Come on, man. How yep. could that not be my favorite episode? Yeah. Gets laid. A mm-hmm. couple of prostitutes come over. Well, I'm sorry. Ladies of the evening, that's the PC term, right? Yes, yes. We don't want to get in trouble with standards and practices.
0: We don't need them coming in on we us. We can't
1: call them hookers. We can call them working girls. <laughs> a couple of working girls who like to work at night came by to see Frylock. Yeah, with Frylock, yeah. I don't know what happened in the room there, but Carl said it was a lot of noise. So Frylock must have put it down on them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they put it down on him. Maybe he was the one doing all the screaming. I don't know.
0: <laughs> they didn't show us could that part. Be. We'll never could know. Could go yeah. either way. They'll have to
1: revisit it. It could go either way.
0: Well, I actually, I covered, I just covered your least favorite episode, Party All the Time, the one where uh, Frylock gets canceled. Oh, you know that's my least favorite I episode. I know that.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. You covered it. What do you mean you covered it?
0: So normally what I do on the podcast is I'll take an episode of the show and I'll just deep dive into it as much as I can. I'll reach out to like the art guys and ask them about it and and just reach out to people and, and, and do my own research for you deep
1: dived on that one. Yes. What what did you come up with? What was what was your conclusion on that Because I would like to know what the hell that one was all about myself, because <laughs> you're fry like cancer. Yeah. And then by the time the episode is over everything's back to normal. He's everything's fine all hunky dory, he's fine. With no explanation. And I'm like, somebody owes me an explanation. All his fries were falling out. His face was all caved in. Yeah, he was looking terrible, man. Looked like I used to look after a night of binge drinking. Or <laughs> I mean, not that I binge drink, but maybe back in back in the day when I used to drink like that, I had to stop drinking like that. Though I don't, I don't, I don't mess with the hard stuff anymore. Really, I did have a couple of drinks at the at the at the rap party because they were free. Yes,
0: you got you got to when they're free, and
1: they they paid for the for the uber so i mean Mm. come on you know i I got a little buzz on you know (laughs) but i don't i don't get sloppy shit face drunk right right in public Mm -hmm. i don't i I just don't do that because it doesn't end well when that happens for anyone not necessarily me but i knew it wouldn't end well for me because i I did that back in my college days and now that was enough was too much like clint eastwood once said. Man's got to know his limitations.
0: So when you were back in Missouri, you were uh you were drinking more? When I was back
1: in Missouri, I was drinking, smoking the devil's lettuce, all oh, kinds of crazy things. Terry. College days, man, you know, it was college. You experiment with all kinds of different mm-hmm. stuff. You yep. been to college? Um
0: I went a little bit, but my wife went to college in Missouri, so I lived there with her while Where? she was going. In Missouri. Uh, in uh, Kirksville, Missouri, north, northeast Missouri. My wife went to Truman. Truman? Yeah, Truman State, yeah. Never
1: heard of Truman State.
0: It was called something different back in the day. Its name changed, but...
1: Oh, okay.
0: You were in Jefferson City, right, when you were going to school? Yes,
1: I was at Link University, Jefferson City, Missouri. The oldest land-grant institution in Missouri, founded in 1865 by the 67th and 65th Colored Infantry Soldiers from Civil War. And one of the dorms, or a couple of the dorms, were haunted. They say by Civil War soldiers, people were seeing ghosts in the night in the hallways of their dormitory. I never saw any ghosts mm. and in my dorm room when I was on campus. But they say they saw some Civil War soldiers creeping around the hallways. I, mean, I guess they were trying to make sure that everybody was doing their homework. <laughs> we didn't find this for nothing. Now, you kids, make sure y'all are doing y'all studies. We know y'all <laughs> like to party now. But get them studies done or else it's going to be held to pay. No, I never heard anything negative happening to anybody or anything like that. That's good. So it wasn't like they were poltergeists. It was just like they were just spirits, you know, checking in on what they It, I suppose. Make sure everything running Yeah, okay. make
0: sure it's still running smooth.
1: The state prison is right up the street mm-hmm. from where I went to school. So every now and then this, a prisoner will break out and end up on campus. Mm. This one guy broke out and he ended up in my freshman dorm. He fell asleep in the TV room. Wow. One of my friends at the time, he ended up being my line brother when we pledged the fraternity together a few mm. years later, like the next year we were sophomores. We pledged Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated together. But that's another story. But anyway, so this this guy breaks out of Missouri State Penn, and I guess he was tired from his breakout because he was sitting in there in the stripes pajamas and everything sitting mm. in front of the TV knocked out <laughs> just
2: chilling
1: <laughs> we trying to watch black belt theater and watch some kung fu movies you know what i'm saying on friday saturday yeah. night
2: yeah and this
1: guy sitting there interrupting our tv time what the hell but it was it was college is a hell of an experience mm-hmm. you experienced it yourself through your wife's side yes that's, yes yeah i got to do all the activities Were you were you married to her while she was in school
0: no we weren't we weren't married yet we were just dating uh-huh
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how long have you been married?
0: Uh, we've been married now a year and a half, but we've been together for over 10 years.
1: Excellent. That's one of those lasting relationships. <laughs> yeah. Pay attention so. to that, boys and girls. Be friends first. Yeah, me and my wife were together for some years before she drug me to the courthouse and said, we're getting married. <laughs> Today's the day. I was like, you've been married twice already. Why you want to bum like me? You know, <laughs> third time's the charm. You're it. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Hey, don't get it twisted, Diane. It ain't the first time that a woman has asked me to marry her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've been asked a few times in life. It's crazy. I've also been asked to be a pimp. A pimp? By two different women. Oh, asked my me goodness. To be their pimp. I said, I need two things to be your pimp. I need a car and a gun. And I don't have either one, baby. I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not buying
0: my own uh, gear here. You got to set me up. And,
1: you know, you. Uh bitch better have my money i don't want to be slapping nobody around trying to get my money mm. <laughs> i'd rather for her to give me the money willingly without the slaps yes know. yes you know and then one of the ones that wanted me to be the pimp she she wasn't giving me no money come back with five dollars talking about here you go daddy I'm like what's that you want me to be your pimp all you got is five that's
0: not worth my time
1: that's not even a six-pack what the hell matter with you <laughs> Get out there and get some more. <laughs> no, I said no both times to the pimp game. The pimp game.
0: You're more about the the acting game. I'll leave
1: that to the professionals.
0: Yes. 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 Well, I know while you were in school, you uh, did some stage work. Is that correct?
1: You've done your homework, sir.
0: Oh, yes, I have. Two years of homework.
1: That's actually where I started. I started doing theater in college on a day or somebody came to my dorm room and said, hey, hey, they're looking for somebody to play a gay guy in the play. You know, it's the 80s here in college and everybody's Mm -hmm. all macho they're like, I'm not going to play a gay dude on stage. I'm like, I'm well secure with my masculinity. So I went down and I auditioned with the show and the director was like, no, I want you to play the antagonist. I want you to play the heavy bad guy so she was that impressed with my audition that i got a bigger role than i had anticipated the audition would be for so i played the bad guy in in the play and i kept doing them after that man and that's what i tell people who want to get into the voiceover business Mm -hmm. start with theater start with theater because theater prepare you for pretty much any damn thing you ever did theater
0: uh no i ran sound for a production once but that was it
1: Right, even if it's improv, take an improv class or two, mm. something like that. Get to learn how to think on your feet, right? Because that's what voiceovers is about. A lot of the times, they'll send you a script. Somebody sent me a script today. I couldn't do it because we had technical difficulties. My wife probably told you about what happened. Yes, an yes. equipment malfunction. Yes, yeah. That's why we weren't able to do this at seven p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Like we were scheduled. Yeah, to do. broken piece. Yeah, yeah. You know how you know how you. you thing breaks off your headphones like Mm -hmm. pieces goes into the radio breaks off the headphone
0: those pieces break all the time no more
1: headphones you're gone you're done but anyway so it was something like that a piece of equipment that broke She ordered it on Amazon had it for same day delivery yeah that's crazy I'd be damned if it didn't show up (laughs) today (laughs) she's also done that with beer which I'm Grateful for <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> that's
0: that's a good scene, Oh, dude. we need
1: some beer. I'm gonna order some. It's gonna be here in two hours. I was like, what? Get <laughs> the hell out of here.
0: You can do that back now? in
1: the day when I was younger, and you had to <laughs> walk to the store. You had to pick it up yourself. Get on the bike. you're you lucky <laughs> enough, somebody had a car I could drive here. But uh hell man, that's that was pretty freaking cool. So you can order something and get it the same day. Yeah, delivery. that's
0: wild. Well, you guys are in Atlanta too, so it's a big city. Well, it's so. it,
1: i mean, back in the day there was also just uh Western Union, which is expensive as hell, the way to send money wireless. Mm, now right. you can like click a button. Yep, send it on, on Facebook. Your mobile device. Yeah. Or click a button on your computer and send somebody money like that. Yeah. I got a brother who uh takes advantage of that. <laughs> Kind so? me. Hey, bro, I need $20, $30. Okay. I have to, check with the, have to check with the miss, missus first. You know, is it okay, baby? Can I send my brother some money? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. You know, he ain't going to pay it back. It's all right. Bro, I love you. I used to be in that situation too. I would call my oldest brother for money. I was lucky if I got it though, for my oldest mm. brother. But I love him. I love my family to death. I do love him. But sometimes it can be a pain in the ass, man. I'm telling you what. I'm not going to go into any of that in case any of them ever see this. Go, he just poured salt all over me. Yeah, we My don't... brother talked talk all that shit. I hate him. Then
0: I got to have them on the podcast so they could, no, uh, your family either. could talk back too then.
1: Frylock's brothers and sisters. No, they know what I do. They're proud of me, I hope. Do you remember your first
0: time on stage?
1: Oh, it was great. I was a natural. It took to it like a fish to water, man. It was fantastic. So you weren't nervous or anything? I remember my lines. It hit the mark. Who was that? Somebody once said a famous actor or actress said, just remember your lines and don't bump into any of the furniture. That is the key to acting. See that the difference between acting in front of a camera or in front of an audience and doing voiceovers is you can make all those expressions with your face. Mm-hmm. Or you can make you can speak volumes with just an expression. When you're doing it on camera or on stage. Now, when you're doing it in the booth, there's no camera. Mm-hmm. So you got to convey these emotions with just your voice. So to me, voice acting is a little bit tougher than mm. acting on television screen or in a theater. It's a little bit tougher because you got to convey all those emotions. With just your voice, you know, so you gotta convey happiness, sadness, anger, fear—all those have to come through in your voice. Just your voice on TV and film, you can emote with your body. But as I said, when you're doing stuff with just you and the mic, that's it. It's just you and the mic, man. Right. So you know, it, it can be it can be challenging. I'm I'm trying to start getting into doing video games as well. I'm mm. interested in doing those. You know, you gotta die a thousand times in video games. Yeah,
0: those noises, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, ah, <laughs> you know.
1: So that's gonna be fun, try to do those, but somebody's already reached out to me, wanted me to be in a video game. It's a side character, it's not the main character of the game, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so the Punisher has microchips, so it's a character kind of like Microchip and the Punisher, the guy in the chair, like old boy said in Spider Man, I want to be the guy in the chair. So he wants me to be the guy in the chair. So we're gonna see how that goes. I may do it. I may not. I was gonna do audiobooks for a minute, but oh yeah, come to find out they don't pay very much.
0: Oh okay, that makes. And sense. my
1: wife is an, a very impatient engineer because <laughs> she would have to sit there and listen mm-hmm. and edit all my mistakes. Right, he doesn't have the patience for that. So if I'm reading from the audio book, it's an audio book, and I'm describing the scenario, the situation, what's going on. With the character Tim Buck looked down, and he saw on the ground a frog. And the frog said, "I'm sitting here on this log, Tim Buck," and all that blah, blah 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 blah. My wife ain't got time for that. She's
0: yeah, it's a, it's a meticulous work. She's a
1: patient woman, and she's not. She no, we tried it. We didn't like it. Mm. And we're not gonna unless somebody offered me an exorbitant amount of money. That's probably the only way it'll happen. Right, right, right. I don't see that necessarily. Yeah, for but you never know. You never know. Never say never like they say. What's this? I'm looking at right here above this keyboard. Is that some artwork up there?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's from Bob Pettit.
1: Is that Aqua Teen stuff going on back there?
0: Yes, sir. It's uh, some concept art. I know there's a glare to it, but it's uh, yeah, I see the from glare. the Boston episode,
1: the one that they didn't get to do. Oh, they did it. Did you see it?
0: Yeah, that's right. They did it for uh, the Boston Comic Festival. It got Festival. leaked by well, yeah, somebody a who leak, worked yeah. at the adult
1: Swim, and they just let it stay out there since they already – I'm assuming that person probably doesn't work for a adult Swim anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't know who it is. I'd love to know.
1: Well, Reggie leaked it. Get rid of Reggie. <laughs> he to Get him out of here. But it was funny, though, because we actually, I don't know if Dave let it slide or slip that we actually did a sixth Mm -hmm. clandestine five. We did did a sixth one where we made fun of Boston again. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be released or not, Mm -hmm. but we did another take on Boston for the new season. Right. So it'll it'll end up somewhere, probably. I don't know if it's going to get leaked like the other one did, but. You're, you're aware of what happened with the Boston.
0: Yes. Yeah. With, the, with the Moon and so Night uh, LEDs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> explain the whole thing there. Yeah. That's do you know how much Adult Swim ended up paying Boston in the like end? Two million or two something. point, like- some odd million dollars. Yes. Yeah. That was like, damn, they could have gained a cast that money.
0: Yeah. That was more than the we movie cost. Spent that money
1: <laughs> amongst us. No, we didn't get nowhere near that much money. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Right. It would have been nice. It would have been nice to get some residuals from it. But, you know, I won't go into that either. My wife and I just went and saw my agents yesterday. We just sat down and had a little powwow with them. My wife was wondering about residuals for like the new season and the new movie and all that. And my agents were like, we don't know nothing about that. You got to talk to SAG and Adult Swim about that. Because, as far as we know, no, nah, you're not getting nothing with that either. I right. was like, uh, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to get into any politics here mm-hmm. on your show. Thank God the SAG strike is over. Right. Yeah. And uh, we can move on to bigger and better things. I'm, I'm I'm glad I finally got into SAG. It took me a minute. Thanks to the loyal fans that are out there. that helped me get in with their um, heartfelt and loyal contributions to the cause. It helped me get into SAG. So. I do appreciate my fans, man. That's why I try to do as many conventions as I can and get out there and shake a hand and hear people's stories. And I always ask people what they do for a living when I'm signing an article. Well, so what do you do? You know, I get some amazing answers. Mm-hmm. You'd be bleeding Sometimes some of the answers I get, you know, and it's pretty cool though. People from all walks of life are fans of Aquatine. and people have told me that that my show has gotten them through some of the toughest times in their lives and i'm mm-hmm. like what my show you mean aqua teen hunger force the show that i i do <laughs> about talking food yeah that show yeah got you through some tough times mm-hmm. oh, all right then i'm I'm happy for it i'm glad that we could help mm-hmm.
0: well carrie why do you think that is like why do you think that aqua teen has endured for as long as it has because
1: it's just so damn it's so damn good it's so damn funny I mean, I'm I'm saying that because I know it to be true. It's not what I heard; it's what I know. I say this all the time. Whenever Dave Willis or Matt Malera gives me a compliment once we're done wrapping up a session, I go, "It's the writing, man. You guys write this shit. It's mm-hmm. so freaking hilarious." After a while, it just almost writes itself because these guys are just, just on point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody's in sync. Everybody's on point. Somebody mentioned that it's like the new seasons, like. We never missed a step. We're still doing the same level of Aquatine madness that we were doing eight and a half, nine years ago. And it's like getting right back on the bike and riding, man. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To me, I if it was up to me, would have never left. But, you know, it wasn't up to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was it's up to me. I'd be getting some Homer Simpson legs out of this damn shit. <laughs> I would love to be looking back 30, 40 years from now going, yep, we're still doing it. Damn it, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep doing it as long as God put breath in my body. You know, as long as they'll keep calling me up and going, we need some Frylock stuff here. They didn't call me for that Pop Tarts commercial, though. They actually, Dave Willis actually told me we were in the studio about to record something. He was like, oh, yeah, the Pop-Tarts, well, uh, they don't have any money. I was like, who don't have any money? They don't have any money to pay me. That's what Dave was telling me. You don't have any lines in it because they don't have any money. I said, wait a minute, Kellogg's ain't got no money? Yeah. We're talking about Pop-Tarts ain't got no money. No, not Pop-Tarts that don't swim ain't got no money. So I'm like, well, you got to remember Ronnie. Mm Mm-hmm. That Adult Swim slash Cartoon Network was just bought out by Discovery Channel. So Discovery Channel bought Time Warner. You got Discovery Channel, Time Warner, Turner, Cartoon Network. Guess who's at the bottom? Adult Adult Swim. swim. So what do you do when you buy a new company, when you're a conglomerate like Discovery Channel? You start trimming the fat. Mm -hmm. Where do you start trimming it at? The bottom. What's at the bottom? Adult Adult Swim. Swim. Teen hunger for, it. so I'm talking to all these guys who've been working on my show for forever. They're like, "Yeah, I'm laid off, Carrie." They laid me off too. They laid me off. Some of the guys you've interviewed have been yeah. laid off, like Ned Hastings. They mm-hmm. laid him off. I was like, "What? They laid Ned Hastings off?" You can. Should I stop telling everybody we're back? I've been <laughs> yeah, telling all the fans we're back, baby. Yay. Yeah, yeah. in the house. no more in the hood. Hell, I don't know if I'm lying or not. <laughs> I told him at the rap party, I said, these rap parties make me nervous. Said, Why you say that, Carrie? Because the last time we had one, we didn't work for eight years. Mm-hmm. We had one in 2016 when the show was canceled. I put that in air quotes because they still aired it. So technically, was it really ever canceled? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, there's no new episodes coming out, but it was still airing. So to me, it wasn't canceled hiatus a long ass hiatus let's put it that way i don't i don't like them eight year hiatus none of us do eight months maybe i could live with that but eight <laughs> years come on man. way too long when they called us for the they called us for uh some commercials like for carl's jr mm-hmm. and hardy's and some slim jim ads and i, I almost fell out my chair and said, they want fraylock back i was like what for what it's like oh they're doing some beef jerky ads and some carl's jr stuff and i was like okay whatever. I don't care if we're selling dish soap. Let's do it. Oh, Pop-Tarts? I guess they're coming out with a meat-wad flavor. <laughs> that's what we've been demanding. How's that going to taste? Mmm, meat-waddy. Mm.
0: Some hairs in it, too, for authenticity.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I saw that spot. And so you hear Frylight like going, yum, 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 yum. I was like, that's not me. Oh, I'm telling everybody, that's not me going, yum, 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 mm-hmm. yum, yum. That's Dana Snyder saying, who frosted the house? If you saw the spot. Yeah, I did. And that's not me going young. But I know how that shit go, though, because they called me up. Cartoon Network called me up one time and asked me, can you laugh like Grim from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? I was like, yeah, I guess, sure. So I go in the studio. (laughs) So they just (laughs) had me laugh like Grim. And I went home and waited on the paycheck. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Just do Grim's laugh. That's all I had to do. I was like, I guess the other guy was too busy. Right. They couldn't just get him for that,
0: yeah. Or maybe they ran
1: out of money. They couldn't pay him. (laughs) I don't know. But people often ask me about, you know, weird shit. Like, how did I feel about the episode called Shake Like Me, where Shake gets bitten by a radioactive black man Mm. and turns into Jamoka Loka Chakalaka (laughs) Chocolate Shake. Yeah. How did you feel about that, Kerry? I'm like, what do you mean how did I feel about it? I did my lines and waited on my check just like every other episode. I wasn't offended by that. I mean it wasn't like they was dropping in word bombs like the boondocks or nothing like that. Now mm-hmm. they might I might have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. know, but mm-hmm. no, I, I ain't had no problem with that episode. It was it was funny as hell, just like all the other episodes. I mean, come on, grow up people.
2: Yeah, boys. <laughs> Fry man in the hizzy with the shizzy shake. Come here, yo! I got a complicated handshake I want to try out.
1: I got, I got contacted by somebody who wants me to go over to Saudi Arabia and do some stuff. Really, 2025? Wow! Yeah, me and another voice talent. They want us to go over there and teach people how to be voice actors.
0: Oh shit! At least that's what I heard. Okay.
1: So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that it's truth right now. But I'm telling you right now. 2025, if I go over there and don't come back, Ronnie Neely, you are a witness. All right. I told you where I was going. All right. I know where you're going. Today, 2023, December 14th, Kerry Means told Ronnie Neely he was <laughs> going overseas to teach some folks how to do some voiceover stuff. But no, seriously, it's supposed to be some of this big, this big, like, week long conglomeration and me and another voice. Well known voice talent. Actually, I'm not going to mention his name because mm. it's not etched in stone yet. Right, you know. right. I haven't signed an NDA or anything about it. So, but yeah, people reach out to me with all kind of crazy requests. Yeah, that's man.
0: super cool. That's really interesting.
1: So, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Till they told me how much they were going to pay me. And it was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to pay me how much? <laughs> Hey baby, guess how much they gonna pay me? My wife is like, Yeah, you're doing that. <laughs>
0: I'll go I'll go anywhere for that much. I don't care.
1: Hey, you know. They, they, they got they get the funds over there, man. You know? Yeah. They got the funds, you know. They got that Earl. They got that Earl. That, that Earl money. That Earl money. <laughs> See, I'm from St. Louis, so that's how we say mm. Earl. Right. Like her, right. her. You ever heard of Nelly? You ever heard a Nelly song? You know, she's got that extra R and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going over her, getting my her done. Yep. Over there. And I got some relatives that still live in St. Louis that mm-hmm. talk like that. That's just that's that country grammar. Right, right. That's right. really what it is. You know, right. They get they got that country grammar here in Atlanta too now. What's your name is <laughs> How that going Shout out? that? that Shout your name here. Shout out what your <laughs> name is. It was a song called Shout out what your right. name is. Right. Tim And you live in Minnesota, you say? Uh I do now, yeah. I was in Minnesota a few months ago. I was at a two D con.
0: Right. I wanted to
1: come and see you, but I wasn't able to make it. I'm coming back next year. All right. They already invited me back. So. Nice. Perfect. So put that on your calendar right yes. now. Whenever it is, Frylock is going to be in Heezy for Sheezy. Well,
0: Kerry, if I if I could ask, because I know that you you know you played Thunderclaws on Brack Show while Aqua Teen was going. And I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that and how that kind of compared to working on Aqua Teen.
1: When I was doing Thunderclase, they found out I was uh, classically operatically trained because I Mm -hmm. sang with the Atlanta Opera Chorus and the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra Chorus in the bass section. Basso profunda. That means I can scrape the bottom and get down (laughs) real low. You know, So they found out I sang opera. And that's when they came up with the script, I guess, for the the episode where Thunderclase tells Brack not to feed his goldfish yes. three hams but what brack hears is three hams will fill him three hams will thrill him feed him three hams so you got thunder singing three hams feed my goldfish three hams. and of course the goldfish dies from yes. the three hams but i think what sunk the brack shows is when they changed mothers they changed mothers she didn't have a british accent at first and then the next season, she had a British accent. Mm-hmm. It was a totally different actress. But the first actress had some problems, so they had to put her out the pasture,
0: right. so to speak. Right. But it was it's such a cool role because you got to be not the straight man in, in that
1: show. Oh, Thundercleese was was therapeutic because mm. I got to yell a lot. <laughs> Back from down the street, I blast you. War is my obsession. That was one I liked that we did on the rap where everybody one. rapped. Yeah. The mm. rap one. That was a cute one. Everybody got to rap and they had CeeLo Green as a guest yes. guest star on yeah. that. It was uh, rock, rock, the break show was was cool, man. It was, I think I think we could have got some legs out of that too. Like I said, if it wasn't for the replacement of the mother, we could have been all in there like Aqua Teen. Who the hell knows? Mm. we only got two seasons out of it. I'm on edge! I haven't been in the battle for weeks. I long for the taste of war. War is my profession. War is my obsession. Nothing I like better than a violent intercession. Blood must be spilled, thick enough to swim in. As I hear the lamentations of my conquered foes, women, war—it's good for me. What's my name? War—it's good for me. What's my name? You want a battle? Take this. It's come to my attention that you have no aggression. No time for second guessing. You need a secret weapon. Away. And then when Aqua Team was canceled, I don't know if Dave Willis told you this story, but we went, we we stepped on over to Nickelodeon and did a show that was short lived for a minute. You can see this banner behind me. Yes. Welcome see those to the characters Wayne. characters right here. Welcome to the Wayne. We went over to Nickelodeon and did that mm-hmm. right after Aqua Team was canned. So we did that show on Nickelodeon. This guy by the name of Billy Lopez tapped us to do Welcome to the Wayne. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lopez is brother. And Bobby Lopez is known for doing some of the music from Frozen by Disney oh, and wow. having a cue to play and all this different stuff. So mm-hmm. all he won all these awards. And anyway, so Billy came up with this concept for Welcome to the Wayne. He's like, they grew up watching Aqua Mm-hmm. And he vowed to himself, "I'm gonna have a show one day, and I'm gonna have all those guys on it from Michael Hunger Hungerford." I'd be damned if he didn't do it. He had me, he had Dave Willis, he had Dana Snyder, mm-hmm. and not one iota of our voices was different from Michael didn't Change <laughs> our voices at all? Like my character sounded very similar to Frylock and mm-hmm. Dana's character sounded very similar to Shake. And even Dave Willis's character sounded extremely similar to Carl.
2: <laughs> so it was
1: basically like Aqua Team went from, we went from the adult swim pool to the kiddie pool. Right. For Nickelodeon. Yes. yes. And I guess Nickelodeon didn't give two shits about it because they really didn't back it.
0: Yeah, it didn't probably. last that long, unfortunately. It was
1: nominated for an Emmy.
0: Whoa, wow, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they didn't win, but it was nominated for an Emmy, man. It was it was received very well by, I guess, the critics but not too many people knew about it because, like I mm-hmm. said, Nickelodeon didn't give two shits about it. I guess if it wasn't a, if if it's not SpongeBob or Rick and Morty, they they don't care,
0: right? If it's not like a huge show, that's kind yeah, of how it seems to be these days. That's um, a shame
1: though, because we had so much fun doing that show, and I really liked the character that I was doing, Jonah Bishop. He was fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was just like Fry like as a human. It was great.
0: I want to shout out both Matt Malero and Andy Merrill were on that as well yeah
1: you're yeah, so right
0: they got like a bunch of yeah it's so cool the way that they did that i wish it could have gone on longer
1: i was trying to get clay croker on there too but for some reason billy wouldn't billy wouldn't put clay on but really i don't know why i was huh. like what about clay croker he's oh, good man can you get him but you know the voice of dr weird and steve from yes. Michael teen and sort of an artist yeah and he was actually a friend of mine man i was getting to know him right Right before he passed away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was just getting to know him as a person. You know what I'm saying? We had done a couple of shows together. We were about to do a show the following weekend before he died. We were going to do a one-day show in Long Island. He passed away like the week before. And I had to call an agent and go, he's he's gone, man. He's like, what do you mean he's gone? It was like, I felt like the scene in Goodfellas. He's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. He's gone. He's dead. 54. Yeah
0: way too young i just
1: turned 57 so i'm like wow damn man you know mm-hmm. it's shorter than we realize i don't care if you think you're gonna live forever you ain't you ain't gonna live forever you might as well do what you gotta do before you leave this mortal coil as they say mm-hmm. anyway they not mean to get all dark on you <laughs> didn't want to get all dark let's keep this light and levitated
0: do you remember, like, when Aqua Teen first got big? Do you have any recollection of, like, wow, this thing is actually picking up?
1: I remember that I didn't have. We didn't have no idea the show was going to last as long as it did. We didn't have no idea it was going to catch on to the audience. It caught on to, mm-hmm. you know. I uh, know I didn't. I can't speak for everybody else involved with the show, but I, I think I speak for everybody when I say we had no idea what we had. We had lightning in a bottle and we're trying our best to keep recreating it. You know? Even when they kept changing the, the name of the show, when they kept changing the theme song, which, by the way, season 11, that's my favorite version of the theme song because I wrote my own and performed my own rap lyrics bust a fucking rhyme on the ass. I got jacked by the cops and shot my tater uh, What did the moon of was saying moon rides? Now, now, let my nose oh, oh, right a corner for those bones. Oh, my my like booties with my ice cream straw. Uh, Treat my hoes uh, like a coffee. That's probably why they didn't call me for the MF Doom album. (laughs) They were scared. I don't know if you heard the MF Doom collaboration they did. Yes, I think I'm on there, but I think they used me like they used some sound bites. Yeah, it's from episodes of the show, or maybe it's from Frylock or Thunderclease. So, but they didn't call me up like they did Dave and Danny Snyder. Say, hey, Carrie, wants you to rap on this MF Doom album. I'd have been like, yes. Let's do this. They didn't want competition. Wow. Got some pears that's born in the lost years. Tears and chairs born in the cross years.
2: Hey, Mr. Daniel Cleese. What's that you were saying?
1: It is the robotic hymn of doom.
2: Well, I always say... Live and a my than an amazing
1: On my playlist, So when I'm in a show, I'll take my little box, my little audio box, and I'll play episodes of the show, hmm. or I'll play some MCP pants, some yes. candy, bubblegum and taffy. <laughs> have, you, have you interviewed him yet?
0: Yes. Yeah. He was my first guest.
1: Yeah. You got MC Chris Yes, yes, yes. You got them all, man. You (laughs) catching them all like Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, Ronnie, you've been you've been doing the damn thing. I've been busy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who haven't you interviewed? George Lowe. Have you had George Lowe on here? No,
0: I haven't, but I know he's not doing too well, so I don't know. You know. Yeah, he's
1: he's a little under the weather, but I think he's doing better now than he was doing a few months ago. I actually talked to him on the phone. I was on my way to his show. Oh, okay, yeah. He thought he was talking to the Promoter, but he was talking to me. Oh. Tell Kerry I said I'm going to kick him in the ass. <laughs> and give him a big kiss for me when I see him, okay? <laughs> Space Ghost, coast to coast. Yeah, he's a legend. Hey, that's that's the OG right mm. there, man. Yeah, there's Don't no adult with the swim OG. without. Papa George, I call yeah. him Papa George. You know, what else are you going to call him? That's Big Papa. Yes, sir. He used to give out a can of meat <laughs> with his headshot and, and uh, voiceover reel. He would call himself Mr. Beefy. <laughs> get out
0: beefy low give
1: out a can of potted meat with his stuff Mr. Beefy here it's crazy it's crazy but yeah man uh, memories you know memories back in the day back in the way back in the days I actually did a softcore hentai once
0: <laughs> I've heard about you that you know about hentais yes hentis, yes, right? yes I know I, not- <laughs> I say it's a
1: softcore hentai because my character was the nerdiest kid in school he had his glasses And he had a doll fetish. Mm -hmm. So he was all about getting freaky with these dolls. So you wouldn't recognize the voice that I do because it don't sound nothing like me. Mm. But it's called A Very Private Lesson. Check it out. It's a softcore hentai because there's some violence in it towards women. There's a character that beats up these two female characters throughout the whole Mm -hmm. movie. My character doesn't strike any women. But there's there's a male character that just keeps beating these girls up throughout the entire film. But. Uh, it's 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 not a hardcore hentai. Believe right, me, I've seen yeah. some hardcore <laughs> hentais. I'm sure you have yourself. But that's why I say it's a soft core. Class president, nice to meet you. You look like the famous and beautiful Mako doll. <laughs> if you like, I'll show it to you someday.
0: Your character is obsessed with dolls. You said right, so he's kind of like Meatwad a little bit.
1: Well, he's kind of like Freakwad. He's he's really freaky. <laughs> He wants like, to do strange things with them dolls. Yeah, he's a little pervert. But, you know, I guess me, white is too, in a way. A <laughs> pervert. He wanted to get sexy with that captain, Trenton yeah, Tar Yeah, at Pit. the Trenton Tar Pits. Oh, yeah. when I told people I was going to Trenton, man.
0: That's oh, the first I get, thing I thought when I saw that. That's the first
1: <laughs> thing. They was, you're going to go to the Tar Pits? Get sexy with the captain? I'm like, no, I'm not no, going to go to the Trenton happen. Tar Pits. I got friends in Minnesota. I did a show there. I did Crypticon there. Right, me and Dana mm-hmm. did Crypticon there a couple of years ago. Those guys are fun to hang with. Those Crypticon folks. I did the Crypticon in Missouri when they were in Missouri, my mm-hmm. home state. Right, two years back, I subbed in for Dana. He he uh-huh. bowed out on one show that they were doing in Missouri, and I ended up uh, filling in for him.
0: I see. So that's when
1: I first met that group of folks who do those Crypticon okay. shows, and then. And then they invited me and Dana to come to Minnesota to do mm-hmm. their show in Minnesota, so that was fun. And then 2D, that's a whole different thing; they're more of a video game driven mm-hmm. show, but it was fun. And they invited me back again, like I said. So yeah, I'll be that's back great. Yeah, I mean, for that,
0: there was an Teen game. So
1: oh yeah, they had me. <laughs> well, the, the the their plan was for me to play the game. Oh, like for me and MC Chris. Good luck, because MC Chris did. Two D Con. Okay. Oh, that's with, right. Yeah. Yeah. We did that show together. That's the first time I'd ever done a show with him, and it was it was pretty cool. He didn't have no prints though. He didn't have no uh pea really? pants. Wow. Prince to sign. He had these sweatshirts with, with the Pizza Hut logo on them. Yeah, I know that. But they one. said Pizza Butt. Pizza Butt,
0: yeah. That's like a song of his, I think. Then he had
1: uh zip drives.
0: Yeah, with the songs on it.
1: And that was it. I was like, where you your prints at, man? He was like, I don't want to lug that shit around. I was like, dude, <laughs> your son's with you. He's eight. Make him lug it. Yeah, make him carry it. No, I'm, I'm, I was just surprised that he didn't have any. I mean, you know, a few MCP pants prints. He was hashed on C-Lab 2021. And a few, uh, you know, the Spider and MCP pants and the little kid. That's all he needed. Yeah. It was like three sets of prints. That's, yeah, that's know, perfect. Yeah, 20 of each. And if he sell out, he sell out. But he, was, he missed out on some money with some more money. He could have been selling the prints left and right. I know the fans were asking me where his prints were. <laughs> where are his prints? He don't have none. I didn't print any for him. I got, like, damn near 30. I Hey, I live and breathe on prints, man. I sell them online and all that. My wife sent you the QR code. All you got to do is go to my shop and order what you want, and we'll send it to you. Free shipping within the continental United States. Yes. Now, if you live in Australia or some shit, that's going to cost you an extra 20 bones. <laughs> it's not cheap. Yeah, that costs you an extra $20 to uh, yeah. send it overseas. And then I got to fill out the damn overseas form at the post office. Well, that's kind of a pain. I'm not sending hazardous materials. I'm just sending Aquatine merch. That's all, folks.
0: One thing I want to ask you is in the episode uh, South Bronx Paradise Diet, you guys had Akhenaten Nickens. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. That's close enough. And I believe that's somebody that you know, correct? That was my
1: ex fiance's kid. He killed it.
2: I win, brother. I win, I win, I win.
1: In your face, brother, I got win. Come on, where's everybody going? He was like eight. Yeah, he was real young. He's a grown ass man now. <laughs> but he was like eight years old. Yeah, yeah. I used to take him to the studio, him and his brother. I would take them with me to the studio and record sometime. And so Dave Willis leaned down one day and said, Hey little man, you want to be on the on the show? And he was like, Uh-huh. You yeah. Wanna get back here in the microphone, put the headphones on. And he said, Just read this. And boom. I mean, they paid the kid 50, 50 bucks. That's it yeah that's yeah, criminal paid him 50 man bucks.
0: that's criminal his that's- mother
1: probably his mother spent that yeah she, know, and,
0: <laughs> that's mine you
1: know his mother did whatever it is you do yeah. with 50 bucks yeah which ain't much of course his mother spent it i mean come on you know she probably didn't spend it on him either
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys used it on a night out <laughs> that's my ex
1: she's from alabama i sent her back i sent her back to alabama now she lives somewhere else yeah, man. Uh, now, now them kids are grown, man. Yeah. I I took care of them boys for like six and a half years. Wow, yeah. yeah him and his little brother. Now they grown men. He left a comment on
0: YouTube because somebody put like a clip of that scene on there. And then he commented like, hey, that's me. And he was talking yeah, about it a little yeah. bit. So it was really cool to see I that. I saw
1: that too. I saw it. Yeah, and he also started contacting me for money.
0: Oh, really?
1: Oh. And, and didn't want to stop. And I'm like, I had to block him off. I oh, had to block no. him. Oh, <laughs> No, I was like, I helped him out a few times. My wife started getting mad. She was like, "Yeah, you can only do so much." Stop, stop helping that boy out. Yeah, Aww. can't help him. So I had to block him, man. He just, he just kept going to the well. The well dried up after mm. a while. I said, "Look, dude, I'm not rich. My birthday might be the same day as Jay Z's, but <laughs> I ain't got no Jay Z money. <laughs> I ain't got none of that jig of money. You know what I'm saying? I wish I did, but I do not." And I cannot support you, me, and my wife and my four cats. Yeah, yeah. It's tough enough.
0: Before uh, I, I let you go here, I have some uh, questions about just some of your favorite things. So we can learn a little bit more about you. What is one of your favorite films?
1: I like the superhero movies, man. Like the Marvel films? I like the Marvel in ended... the... Okay, I like the Marvel films, live action. The DC animated films are better than their live action films. Mm. There are certain... Other type movies I like, like you know, um, Kill Bill was good. Yeah, S- great movie. Shit like that, and uh, anything that's got to do with uh, samurais or oh, okay stuff like that. I like stuff like that. Mm. You know, I, I grew up with the Bruce Lee stuff. Sure, like that. okay, you know, yeah, Kung that Fu, I like the old Kung Fu movies. Man, where they just put the fist through your chest, <laughs> <laughs> pull your heart out like Mortal Kombat. Yes, still beating. <laughs> <laughs> Conan the Barbarian, you know. Yeah. I like the both versions. I like Arnold's version, and I like Jason Momoa's mm. version as well. A lot of people didn't like Jason Momoa's version, but I did.
0: What about a uh, favorite TV show?
1: let Hunger Force, man.
0: There you what go. Well, on? I know you watch it. I know you're not just blowing smoke. I know you're a fan of the show.
1: Yeah, I watch my own show. People, Somebody asked me that last weekend when I was in Trenton. You watch your own show? I was like, hell yeah, I watch it. <laughs> I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't good. Uh, yeah, I like to see <laughs> how I might have effed up a line or read it perfectly or I, uh, you're your own worst critic quality control You're your own worst critic you know what i'm saying so i like to watch it to see how bad i screwed up or how good i did right like the plantasm movie that was heavily for like Alex did you see yes plantasm? oh yeah oh
0: of course I, yeah absolutely
1: uh i thought that uh i'm still waiting to hear from the academy <laughs> about my oscar yeah they haven't contacted me just yet but you know but no, it was fun doing that. I remember some years ago when I first started doing voiceovers, my agent was like, if people ever found out that we got paid to have this much fun, to do this stuff, they'd hang us by our bootstraps. So I was like, no, let's just keep doing it. Let's do it because it is fun. You know, it's fun. Once you get a gig that suits you, and if it's a continuous type of deal, mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. Aquatine is not... It, it's continuous, but it's not continuous. You no know sense, right? It's not like I'm going to the studio tomorrow to record some mm-hmm. more Agua Teen shit. That would be great. I'd love that. Fingers crossed, <laughs> or French yeah, fries crossed, yeah. or whatever you want to say. Hopefully, there's more seasons coming down the road.
0: Yes, hopefully, hopefully. We're
1: we're we're hoping and praying. I'm hoping and praying that there's more because mm-hmm. I'm ready to keep doing it as long as there's breath in my body. Like I told you earlier, I'm not gonna stop until God calls me home. So I'm gonna keep doing it. Until <laughs> I, I can't do it no more, it's, it's one life we get, and you might as well have some fun while you're here. What's more fun than Aqua Teen Hunger Force? What's more fun than that? Nothing,
0: Carrie, What about a favorite band or uh, just musician artist?
1: Gorillas, Gorillas, the animated. Yes, animated. Uh, group. It's my favorite. My favorite band.
0: Well, I must admit, Carrie, because I'm your I'm your Facebook friend. I see you liking a lot of Prince photos on there.
1: Prince is, Prince is an icon, man. Come on. Are you kidding me? I wear I wear my hat. I got the Prince, I got the Prince logo on there. Yeah. And one of his buttons up there. Oh, Prince Man. I like Michael Jackson too, though. Yeah, me too. I love him both. Uh, like Michael Jackson. I grew up with that stuff. Man, I grew up on I grew up on the type of music. You know what I'm saying? I grew up with Prince and Michael Jackson and all that old school hip hop and all this stuff, man. You know? Yeah. Old school hip hop and video games and football and all that good shit. Do you have a favorite album? Yeah, Purple Rain is probably it. You know, as far as the albums go, mm-hmm. you talk when you talk about the whole album, you could just Yes, front to back. Put it on play and just yeah. listen to the whole thing. Yeah. And then anything by Bob Marley or his son, Damien. I'm a big fan of Bob Marley and Damien Marley. Damien did an album with Nas a few years back called Distant Relatives. If you haven't heard that album, you should check it out. It's fantastic. And he's got another album called Welcome to Jam Rock. And I'm looking forward to that Bob Marley documentary that's coming out. It's, it's not a documentary. It's, it's a biopic. It's a biopic. Oh, okay.
0: That sounds really good. And it's
1: brand new. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's about damn time they yeah. did a Bob Marley movie proper and it looks good. It looks like it's going to be damn good. So when they talk about his life and how he rose to fame and all that, and he just, he just wanted to move the world through reggae, man. That's all he wanted to do. And I believe he has done that and is still doing it. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been dead for so many years, there's not, there's no place you can go in the world and nobody's heard about Marley. Yes. Yes, you go anywhere in the world, uh-huh. and they know about Marley. So it's like he did it. That's it. That's what's up.
0: What about a favorite game? This could be like a video game or a sport or anything.
1: I'm into games like uh, Soul Caliber and uh, Final Fantasy VII, the remake. I just started replaying that because they're about to release the next part. Because I played the first, the first inclination of it. That's what made me buy PlayStation when I saw the commercial for
2: oh, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah.
1: I saw that commercial. I was like, okay, I got to get a PlayStation. Because, yeah. you know, that was back when you couldn't get the game unless you bought the console.
2: Mm, right. The game yeah.
1: came on. So if you wanted to play Soul Calibur, you had to buy a Dreamcast. If you wanted to play Tekken, you had to buy, you know, say if, you yes. wanted to, if you wanted to play a specific game, you had to buy had the to, console yep. that the game came on. Now some games you can play on the PS5 and or the Xbox and PC. Yeah, some of them are cross. Some of them are exclusive for those consoles, though. Yeah. So. Well, Carrie, you have a PlayStation. Have you heard about
0: that Aqua Teen fan game that somebody made on there?
1: I think I heard something about it.
0: Yeah, it's Aqua Teen Hunger Force, the very unofficial game. It's really good, man. It's like a whole 3D thing, and you can play as Frylock or Master Shake or Meatwad, and it's a good time.
1: I think I heard something about it, but not really in okay, any just detail. Maybe saw it somewhere once. Yeah. All I know all I know is we had Zombie Ninja Pro Am and I Yeah, on the PS I couldn't yeah. even beat Carl on the golf course, which is the first boss you had to face. I couldn't beat him. So I just signed my copy of it and gave it away to some kid. That kid <laughs> smart, be game smart. Take this. I I can't beat it.
0: So since you work on this silly show about fast food products, I was curious what your favorite fast food restaurant is.
1: Well, Taco Bell are doing a pinch, mm. believe it or not. Yes, sir. Come from the club about 2 a.m., get one of the Mexican pizzas. You're singing my language. Uh-huh. Hell, <laughs> McDonald's has got the best fries, you know that. Yeah. I thought we were going to get sued by McDonald's when we first started doing Aquatine. Cause
0: the Red Box.
1: Red Box. but well, I, yeah. I guess they didn't care as long as there's not a golden yeah, M on it. yeah. On and anywhere, you know. Yeah. No copyright infringement there, so. <laughs> Mr. Carry
0: Means. Again, you could find him at Carriemeansfrylock.com Go go pick something up. It's almost Christmas time. Treat yourself. Come on. It was so much fun talking to Carrie. I definitely want to get him back on. There's way more I wanted to dive into with him. If you are a moon master who supports this podcast, I'm so sorry that I could not get to your questions but I didn't really get to many of mine but I was just having so much fun talking to Carrie and and getting into whatever he wanted to get into. I really like when he was talking about the country grammar Carrie coming from Missouri. I was a dishwasher in Missouri and Carrie and has washed dishes, especially while working on Aquaine. That would be like his his side hustle would be as a dishwasher. Except in Missouri, I wasn't Ronnie the dishwasher. I was Ronnie the dishwasher. That's <laughs> that's how they said it down there. So uh, cool to talk to somebody from Missouri. I had a great time living there. Something worth noting is that Carrie he loves Aqua Teen. I mean, as you could tell, but like he actually watches the show. And him and his wife Leah, they spend a lot of time with the community just talking to fans. And I really love that about Carrie and, and I love that about his wife as well, how how giving they are to the Aqua Teen fandom. And it it's it just makes me, as always, love this show so much more when I know that the people who work on it and make it that they love it as much as we do. And again, to the fact that Carrie watches the show like in his free time. I think that's so great. And I also liked hearing Carrie talk about George Lowe, uh, Papa George, as he affectionately calls him. Because again, without George Lowe, there's no space goes coast to coast. And it's worth noting with George Lowe, this is a, a little tangent, he didn't just read from a script. A lot of the great lines they got on that show and space ghost personality are just George ranting and they would just keep the mic rolling and repurpose him ranting <laughs> in the episode as space ghost. So without George Lowe, there's no space ghost. Without space ghost, there's no adult swim. There's no Aqua Teen. So I'd love to talk to George. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I just hope he's doing well. And I loved hearing Carrie talk about the late, great C. Martin Croker, somebody very important to the history of Aqua Teen, not just with Space Ghost, of course, as Moltar and Zorak and animating the hell out of that show, but he did, like, for example, the Meatwad rolling animations. That was C. Martin Croker, and he did a lot of other stuff on the show besides being Dr. Weird and Steve. So always love to hear me a C. Martin Croker story. Again, thank you so much to Leah Means for hooking this up. Thank you, Carrie, for coming on and having a good time with me. Once again, you can find Carrie at Carriemeansfrylock.com or you can find him on Instagram. He's at Carrie Means and he posts there all the time. So check his Instagram out. I want to thank you for listening. Without you listening, I wouldn't have a reason to talk to my childhood heroes like this. And of course, I really got to thank the Moonmasters who head on over to patreon.com slash dancing is forbidden and support this podcast every single month so that I can keep doing it. Without them, I cannot keep doing this. And the more people that sign up, the better the podcast can be, the more I can focus on it and the more kinds of episodes like this I can do. So again, thank you all the patrons, the Moonmasters. And you know, normally I shout the Moonmasters out, but Kerry, he said, he said, look, Ronnie, I heard your performance in that new Aqua Teen episode. Leave, leave this to a professional brother. So, Carrie took care of it for me.
1: Our Highlander, Nick. Sean. Ian. Captain Buford. Robison. Jason. Carl. Hey, tonight. Le Chez Raton 69. That sounds like a porn actress. Starring the Raton 69. Empower 706. Swim Wiki. Carson. Lurvinator, Tegan, and let's not forget Thorn the Grumpy Dwarf, because he'll get grumpy. <laughs> That's the last thing that we need. That sounds like a DD name right there. Thorn the Grumpy Dwarf, I'll challenge you with my wizard stick of 75 points.
0: Thank you to all of those patrons and all the other ones not mentioned. Of course, uh, I lied. I asked Carrie to do that, and he was happy to oblige. All right, that is it for me this week. If you are listening to this as it comes out next week on the Patreon, we are continuing our deep dive through the Aqua Teen Christmas album. Have yourself a meaty little Christmas. We'll be finishing that up. And then I'm taking two weeks off from the podcast. We will have up some reruns on the feed here just to let you know that, hey, I'm still around. I'm still thinking about you. And then we're hitting it hard, jumping back into our season four deep dives with Global Grilling in 2024. Have a great end of your year. If I don't see you before, then keep it cool. Take it easy. Bye bye. All right, Kerry. Well, you know what, man? Thank you so much. It was great to get to talk to you. You know, uh, my character talked to yours in that episode. It was nice to finally <laughs> talk with How'd you. How did you Garrett. get that
1: gig, man? Uh, did you audition? They,
0: no, they just asked me. I just out of the blue got an email from Adult Swim. And no shit. Dave and Matt were just like, "Yeah, let's use." Dave
1: had something to do with it. Dave took a shine to your young. They
0: pulled. They pulled the strings, obviously. Yeah, I'm. I'm not an actor. Gave anything.
1: you a gig. Oh. <laughs> You were out of syrup, man. Yeah. Fry-like, I can't. You po- pissed Frylock off being out of that syrup, boy. What the hell? Had to have that syrup, man. I'll make sure we have it next time. And then they played him. Frylock usually ain't that dumb. So they pulled one over on him. I don't know who was who the guy was that was the bike, though, the fitness bike. I don't know who that was.
0: Gary Anthony Williams. He plays like Uncle Ruckus on Boondocks. Really? He does other stuff, too. I'm not super familiar with it. Oh, I'm sure he does. It, but Yeah, I definitely, definitely know Boondocks being another adult swim show okay. that I used to watch. Yeah.
1: I met Aaron Magruder once. I met him.
0: Oh, really? What's Yeah, what's he like?
1: On the booze cruise in San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con. That was the first con I ever did in my life. Oh. 2006, under the Adult Swim umbrella, they had us all there. They had an Adult Swim boo- booze cruise. Wow. And I almost missed it, but that's another story. It's <laughs> close to miss it. I mean, I literally had to jump off the dock. <laughs> Dana Stein is like, come on, Carrie, jump. You can make it. Run, I run. Literally, it, was like, it was like a bad 80s movie or something, slow motion. Me and the guy, uh, I don't know if you ever remember Korgoth the Barbarian. It was a short-lived.
0: Right, I
1: remember that. Idea. had a pilot. Yeah. And they never did nothing with it. I thought mm-hmm. it was a pretty good concept. A lot of people show. love that, yeah. But anyway, it was me, him, and a female friend of his. And we were, we were late because we were at the wrong dock mm-hmm. to get to the booze cruise. When we figured out where it was. We got one of those rickshaw guys. I picked the guy with the biggest thighs. <laughs> I, was I was like, You smart, get us to the other side of the pier. So, we got is sober people coming through. We're trying to make a booze cruise. Get out of the way. <laughs> we get to the boat. It's pulling off the dock. Dana Snyder's like, Come on, Gary, jump. You can make it. You <laughs> make it. I'm like, shh, shh, shh. like the Bionic Man and shit. Jumped. I made it. Get on that motherfucker. Aaron McGruder was on the top level mm-hmm. with a beautiful ass Asian babe. She was shooting pool up the top deck. He's sitting there with her. I was like, so, Aaron, how do I get on the boondocks, man? What's up? Yeah. He's like, we only use SAG actors. Oh. That's literally what he said to me. And I was like, it's your show. Yeah, you, you c- can put anybody you yeah. want to put on it. Yeah. I didn't, want, I didn't say that, but I'm thinking that. I'm like, I almost said something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Something less nice. Yeah, something less nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of those little instamatic kodak cameras hmm. this is 2006. right nobody Before, had no smartphones
0: yeah, didn't exist somebody yeah. might have had
1: a flip phone but they didn't have no decent camera on it you know so it's a, I like gift shop or something Those gift shop kodak cameras like tom cruise would use in mission impossible yeah click click, click. i was taking pictures with that seth green was on the boat and the guys from uh moral oral they were on the boat. And it was, it was, it was a Dole Swim school, cruiser. So everybody that sounds so awesome. The man. work of the Doe Swim was on there eating them them free scrimps, them big, them big prawns. That food and drinks. Free food and drinks. You think I was gonna miss that? Hell no. I had to make that boat, Jack. Absolutely. We made it. We came, we saw, we almost got kicked off. <laughs> but that was another story.
2: And you conquered that free food. I'll talk about that some other time. Yeah.